wonderful my apostle and lady davis let's give it up for them right now to love them. I remember back in 2012, they first came to Huntsville. And, uh, this, was, this was before, you see, you, you've always known what was in them, but this was before others were exposed to it. And um, so I always say to individuals that, see, I didn't just show up. We've been in relationship since at least 12 when he started coming to minister for me when I was pastoring. Amen. And I thank God for him being what I honor and love the most about apostle is his integrity. Amen. Hallelujah. He says what he means and he means what he says and I thank God for that. All right, so I'm going to stay in the same vein, of course. Apostle Paul said it like this. He said, say the same thing, amen? And um, I want to teach a lesson real quickly for those who are ministers in this house. It's easy to preach behind uh, this man of God. All you got to do is just listen and repeat. Amen. Listen and repeat. That is the kingdom way. And so we're going to stay right in the vein of the series, uh, No More Fear. Uh, and I'm going to be teaching on faith as well on this morning. Amen. So um, what I want to do, I'm going to definitely keep us interactive this morning. All right. I want to just talk to us if that's good. All right. So um, we're going to start in Hebrews chapter number 11. Lay some groundwork before we get to our text that we'll end up in in Mark chapter 5. But title of my message this morning is, Who is Framing Your World? Who is Framing Your World? Hebrews 11 and 2. The Word of God says, I'm going to read one through three. Three is where I want to be. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Verse three, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. I need you to say with me, say the worlds, and that's plural. The worlds were framed by the word of God. All right. So I want you to understand that worlds are framed by words. Worlds are framed by words. Truth be told this morning, um, What we're living in or how we're living on the place that we're in right now, uh, challenge me or not, is a result of words. 
Amen. The word of God says, and we shall have what we say. Amen. Worlds are framed by words. And so uh, the Bible says here, it says, so that things which are seen were not made with things that do appear. So I think because we were born into the earth with things that existed that we could see, sometimes we yield to that as if that is the kingdom of God way. But actually as kingdom people, we should always remember that that was nothing. And God stepped out on nothing. And the worlds were framed by the word of God. So things which are seen were not made with things which do appear. As I was riding back uh, from Nashville last night, um, um, I was just having a dialogue. And, and so I said, the houses that we see, okay, are constructed with wood and trees that we see. And if you only go that far, you really miss it because that is still something made by something that does appear. However, in Genesis, we see that before there were trees, there were words. Y'all ain't going to say, I'm trying to help you get your house built. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying that they here. See, you, 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 you're concerned about the lumber and the bricks and the blocks and all of that that you need. You're concerned about your score. And y'all ain't saying nothing here. What's in your account? But I'm going to really teach you this morning that things, watch this right here, um, that we believe that our world was framed by words, not by things which do appear. So I'm going to take my time this morning and walk through this. Everybody say worlds are framed by words. All right. So let's go. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. First thing I want to say is faith is released through the alignment of your heart and mouth. Faith is released through the alignment of your heart and mouth. I want to read that real quickly. That is Romans chapter 10. And I'm going to start at verse 8. Y'all ready? I'm going to take my time, man. Y'all going to talk to me this morning, okay? I'm going to talk. But what says it? The word is near thee. Where is it? It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. All right? Let me see if the classroom was listening. Where is the word? It's near you. It's in two places. Where is it? In your mouth and in your heart. 
So the Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, I understand, I understand there's some doctrine out there that says, well, all I got to do is believe, but that's a lie. The Bible says even the demons believe and tremble. But no man can say that Jesus is Lord, say, 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 Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. So your believing is not enough if your mouth is not in alignment with your heart. I'm about to help you get everything. See, let me, te- let, me, let, me, let me tell you what my assignment is. This man of God just gets up. God downloads to him uh, in the mountain. He comes down and, and, and he begins to speak to you. And even though the Bible says that he that has an ear, let him And so sometimes he allows me to come back through because some of you all who may have missed what he heard, I am a type of Aaron because we are joined together. I just come back and reinforce what he's been saying. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. And give it a more elementary interpretation to be sure that none of us miss it. So I'm not saying anything different than what he's been saying, but I want to help you understand that when he ministers the word of God, many of you have been receiving it because faith comes by. But where we've been missing it is in our saying. You know, I tell that all the time. When it's time for me to get out of here and, um, and I've left this body, whoever does my eulogy, I want the title of the message to be, y'all ain't saying nothing. No, seriously. See, that, see y'all, y'all think that I always just say that, but I'm really trying to give you the secret sauce. Y'all ain't saying nothing. That is the, okay. See, because everything that I have is as a result of not of me not just believing, it's based on what I've been saying. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. So we have to guard our hearts. Because the Bible says that the word falls on, some falls on stony ground, some falls by the wayside, some falls on good ground. So let me help you here. How you got to guard this word that your apostle releases in his house. When you hear the word, you guard it in your heart. Even if that means that you rush out of here, get in your vehicle, turn off the phone, don't go to, don't go over to eat with somebody else so they can try to talk about everything else that happened in the service. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. And before you know it, that word has been stole from your heart 
and you don't get the manifestation of it because before you can actually make a confession about it, your confession starts changing because you got around somebody that did not have the faith for it that you had once you was engaged in the house and now you shifted and instead of you making a confession that you are healed, somebody else was tripping and trying to down, y'all and downplay your blessing and got you to change your confession. text in Mark 5. Amos 3 and 3 says, here we go, this is what I want to say here. Your faith is restricted when your heart and mouth are not in agreement. Your faith is restricted when your heart and your mouth are not in agreement. Amos 3 and 3 says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? Now, you can sit here all day and try to challenge me that your heart and your mouth are not walking together every day. And if it's not, then we need to have a conversation with you because something is, 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 is clearly wrong. But at the end of the day, all day long, your heart and your mouth are walking together. The problem is they're not in agreement. conversation you got to you got, you got to pay attention to that stuff see when when, when people say slick stuff to you and then start laughing I just was playing girl no baby if you said it out your mouth it came from your heart y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me I, I said if it came out your mouth it came from your heart <laughs> I wish I could say something. <laughs> I'm glad Lady Davis keep me and you in a line. Because I, I say a hee-hee. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying that here. Yeah, yeah, see, see, and, 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 that, and that's the problem. Child, you ain't going to, child, that ain't going to happen, child. Ain't, child, you ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> I'm just playing, girl. You know I'm believing God for you. Mark them. If they say it, believe it. For out of the abundance of the heart. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Here we go. Let's see if we can tab this text. Now let's go visit. We're going to go visit something in Mark 5. 
And if you've been in the classroom for the last few minutes, you're going to help me preach this text. Y'all good? Hallelujah, Jesus. Mark 5, I think somewhere around 25, but I'm going to start reading at 22. I mean, listen. So how does faith come? Okay. Y'all ready? I, wa- I wonder why, I wonder why uh, in Proverbs it says that my heart is indicting a matter. And my tongue is a pen of a ready right. See? See, see, you can't really have what you say you believe in faith if there is no indictment. I ain't gonna get no help. I know about that. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. They, 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 won't even, they won't even come and arrest you without an indictment. There has to be enough evidence. Y'all ain't going to say nothing here. There has to be enough evidence in order that the DA has to have enough evidence before they release and give permission for someone to read you your rights. See, you can't tell me that you really believe in God for your healing if there is no indictment. But once your heart starts indicting the matter, your tongue is going to be a pen of a ready rider. Boy, this is good. Mark 5, 22. Man, I love the fact I can just, man, I'm at home, man. This is good. Y'all ready? Okay. There's two characters in this text, but how many of y'all know that Jesus can handle both? Twenty-two, and behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name. When he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, don't miss that, and besought him greatly. So what was his confession? He was, he was saying, my little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee. Come, lay thy hands on her that she may be healed and she shall live. He has already given Jesus his indictment. Y'all missed it, y'all missed it. But we're going to get it, we're going to get it. See, let me show you how God operates. God will meet you at the place of your level of faith. And so how God moves on your behalf is based on your confession. See, Jesus didn't say to Jairus, say, hey man, I ain't got to come to your house, even though he really didn't have to. 
Because remember, that was a centurion soldier that said, look here, look here, chief. You, I know you're busy. You ain't even got to come to my house. Just speak the word on it. Y'all ain't Y'all ain't saying nothing here. And then Jesus turned to him and said, I ain't never saw this greater faith in all of Israel. But this man, Jairus, he reveals his level of faith. He's not at the place where he just tells, he just says, hey, apostle, I need you just send a word over here to Africa. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. This man says, I need you to come lay your hands on my daughter and she shall live. So Jesus, remember, is always the point of contact. Come to my house. Everybody say, come to my house. Lay your hands on her. She shall be healed and she shall live. Jesus says, okay, because that's what, that's, what, that's what captures him. It, it, what captures him is your level of faith. So he heard your confession, so now he can move. But what if your confession is talking crazy? You restrict him. He can't move. And Jesus went with him. Oh, come on, it's in the text. Verse 24. And Jesus, what? Went with him. And much people followed him and what? Thrown him. Now, don't y'all miss this right here. Much people did what? And what? Now, why is there much people following him? Because they heard the confession too. And faith comes by. See, you can't come with me if you can't believe what he said about me. Y'all ain't saying you might as well stay at home because you're going to get in the way.
She spent all she had. So she was paying for this. And didn't get the relief. Instead of getting better, she got when she heard of Jesus. Y'all better catch it. It's in the text. Oh, God. See, 27. When she faith comes by homegirl been bleeding 12 years been in positions nobody can help her spend her money now she's not just sick but she broke but when she When she heard of Jesus. I need somebody just say to me, all I need is a word. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. I'm going to say it again. All I need is a word. Because nothing I'm believing God for is going to be made by anything that does appear. See, y'all ain't saying nothing here. I got to pull it from the unseen, which comes in word form. See, you running trying to rob Peter and pay Paul and borrow this from that. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. And all you need is to pull out the word of God and I shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And once I hear that word, faith comes. And then I stand up on that word and I confess out my mouth, God gonna handle this because God supplies all of my need according to his riches and glory. And I'm gonna stand right here until he does it because everything I need to make it manifest is coming up out of my mouth because I got an indictment in my Lord have mercy Jesus when she boy she messed around in her she messed around and came to refresh and got a word she messed around and logged in online on the streaming and got a look out here. I heard something. When she heard of Jesus, she came in the press. Now look, this is what we're looking for. We see one of the things, right? We see what? The hearing. So we see the heart. We got to find the mouth now. Tell somebody it's in the text. She came in the press behind and she touched his garments. For she said. How can two walk together except they be agreed? For she said, if I may but touch his clothes, don't y'all miss the rest, I shall be whole. 
Pastor Phil right here. I love this girl. She bad because she says this. I ain't even got to touch him. All I got to do is touch something that's touching him. Lord, have mercy. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. Hallelujah. See, 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 the thing is some people that might be watching this stream and some people that's in the sanctuary right now may be saying, well, that ain't Apostle Davis. Well, yes, it is because I'm directly connected to him. And so whatever is touching me and I'm touching him, you still touching him. I wish somebody up in here get this here today. Hallelujah. Because you'll mess around and miss your miracle saying, I got to touch the man of God. No, I all I need to do is touch something that's touching him. Y'all ain't going to help me down through here. So when he in Africa... And when he in Europe, and when they call for him in Australia, and all those other places, all they said that they hear that he got to go and minister the word, we gonna still pack this thing out because here is the thing: as long as I'm touching something that's touching him, I'm still touching him. Okay. Come on, let's come on back across the field. I just wanted to go across the field. For... If I may but touch his clothes. Don't y'all play this woman now. She understood the word. Because she understood that if he came through 42 generations and the oil was still pouring, whenever you pour oil over somebody's head, it settles at the hem. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. I ain't gonna get no help down through here. Lord, how many? I said it settles at the hem. I'm about to mess somebody up here. Let me help y'all real quickly. Can I tell you the most powerful person in this sanctuary right now in the pews? See, cause, see, cause he represents headship. You represent himship. Y'all ain't saying nothing up in here. That's how we go see Birmingham when the him go out there and folks start touching the him. Tell somebody it's in the him. It's in the him. It's in, I got to move. I got to move. I got to move. Twenty nine, don't y'all come on now? We got, we got, I got fifteen minutes. I got to move through here. Whenever your heart and your mouth come in alignment, you set yourself up for suddenlies. You defy time. You ain't got to wait on it. This ain't no in ninety days. This gonna happen in a six month. And I see the Lord in twelve months. And no, 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 no. When you line yourself up in faith with God, the Bible says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, in the evidence of things not seen." If I can get your heart and your mouth in alignment, you walk out of here today with a manifested miracle.
Here it is, verse 29. And straightway, immediately, now. The fountain of her blood dried up. And she felt in her body, don't y'all miss this. This is where we're going to shout. She felt in her body that she was healed of that what? Plague. Don't miss this. But homegirl don't turn and go home. Because that wasn't her confession. She said if I touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be whole. There is a difference in being whole and healed. See, y'all ain't saying Oh, God. Don't y'all miss that right there? She felt in her body that she would heal, but she said, I ain't going nowhere because that wasn't my confession. I ain't leaving here until I'm whole. Well, what would whole mean for her? Healed was that God took care of her blood flow. Holy, she gonna get all her money back that she lost dealing with them trifling possessions. I wish somebody would holler up in here and say, baby, I'm leaving here whole today. I'm gonna get it all back. Everything I lost as a result of what I was dealing with and my struggle, God gonna make me whole. Who did it? She did it. Hold on. 
I thought Jesus did it. No. See, because when it comes to Jesus, as it relates to him, it's already done. So he waiting on you. When are you going to do it? But the woman fearing, everybody say no more fear. The woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her daughter, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me cut across the field. Why was she in fear? Because according to the law, if a woman was bleeding, she was considered unclean. So first of all, she didn't supposed to be in public anyway. I wish somebody holler at your boy this morning in this city where I say, I really don't supposed to be here. But my faith brought me here this morning and since I'm here, I might as well get everything that God got for me. Bring me back, bring me back. I got I to gotta teach just a little bit more. She was afraid because she could get stoned. And not only that, according to the law, whatever she touched was also considered unclean. But since she just got healed when she felt it, she said, I ain't going nowhere. I'm a little scared because I don't really know be out here, but I'm going to wait until I get home. See y'all ain't say So she, everybody say she told him. I believe when she fell at his feet worshiping him, Jesus leaned in and they had a personal conversation. I'm teaching y'all today. There are some things you ain't just got to tell everybody. She's worshiping at his feet. Jesus leans in and she has a direct conversation with him about what was going on with her. Not because he didn't know because he's omniscient. He knows all things. But if you don't confess it, I can't handle it. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. So she has now to open up her mouth and she tells the whole story. Jesus says, daughter, thy faith have made thee whole. Not only did she get made whole, but he said, now I want you to go in peace. See how he adds all that to it? That girl didn't just come for no healing. She needed to be whole. She needed some peace. Because she was living in isolation. She was living with restrictions. Can I tell y'all something? Now when she touches him, 
he's supposed to actually, according to the law, at least be considered unclean until the sun went down that evening. Y'all, they're going to hit me right here. But it is impossible to make something pure become unclean when you touch it. And furthermore, there's somebody else's faith that's still pulling Jesus to the next assignment. So he ain't got time to go sit down for the rest of the evening because he still got to get to Jairus' house. Don't y'all miss this. This is where we shout. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, <laughs> I feel this thing right here. The Bible says, while he yet spake, there came a ruler of the synagogue. Don't y'all miss this. There came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain that said. Said. Worlds are framed by Your daughter is dead. Why are you troubling the master? See? His original confession was, God gonna handle this. I need you to come here and lay your hands on my daughter and she gonna be healed and she shall live. Now here comes somebody with a report that says she dead. What you gonna do now with what you heard? Is it gonna shift your faith or are you gonna stay in faith? Hallelujah, Jesus. Watch this. I got to go watch this. Verse 36. I, see, Jesus is teaching us a faith principle. Watch this. As soon as Jesus heard the what? Word that was what? Spoken. He said to the ruler, be not afraid, only believe. See, because Jesus knows that what he just heard might shift this man's faith. And if it shifts this man's faith, it's going to shift Jesus. Because he can't do it if the man ain't in faith. So when Jesus hears the confession, he turns and releases another word. And say, I don't need you to get in fear. I need you to stay in faith. And as long as you stay in faith, we can keep on going to your house. I need somebody up in here this morning to say the Lord. Is on his way to my house because I'm not gonna shift in fear, I'm gonna stay in. And so the Bible says, He suffered no man to follow him. Don't y'all miss that right there? In other words, everybody that heard Jesus say, The girl ain't dead. They had an opportunity to still get in faith and see the miracle. The Bible says that when Jesus first spoke to Jairus, there was a whole lot of people that went with him because they could believe that God would raise her up while she was still alive and sick. But now the crowd gets thin 
saying uh, when they hear that she is dead, uh, y'all ain't saying nothing here. Is there anybody in this sanctuary uh, that can still believe God? Uh, when you heard that it was dead, uh, I'm still going anyway. Uh, when I heard it was dead, uh, it ain't going to shake my faith. Uh, it's just going to cut you off. Uh, can't nobody go now. But Peter, James, John, Jesus, the mother, the father, and the girl. Tell somebody that's seven. That's seven. The room is complete. That's seven. Here comes a miracle. I said, that's seven. That's all we need. Watch this. I got to help us. Verse 38, apostle, I'm getting out of here. The Bible says, when they came to the house, they saw Tomo. Folks was weeping and wailing greatly. All this emotional stuff. Here come the dad and the mama and the girl and their dad and they out there crying in sackcloth and ashes. See, y'all better watch, folk. Because they heard a report about what you believe in God for. Now they cry, they crying more than you. And it ain't even their daughter. I'm going to throw this mic. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. I said they crying more than you and it ain't even their daughter. How you gonna be crying more than me about my business? About what's going on in my house? You ain't for real anyway. You crying cause you didn't believe God was gonna raise it up. So what Jesus gonna do? He gonna leave your crying self right outside the house. And when he came in, he said to them, Jesus is still giving them an opportunity to partake in the miracle. Why make you this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleep. Jesus what? Spoke a word. Faith comes by. And they laughed him to scorn. Well, that's all right. But when he had put them all out, every now and then, refresh nation, you got to understand that God approved the house before he elevates it. And if it looked like some people got put out, it's all right. It still won't stop the miracle. If the room got smaller, it's cause the blessing about to get bigger. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. I need somebody to shout. The 
Bible says when Jesus entered in, he took the damsel by the hand. Why did he take her by the hand? Because that's what the daddy said. That's what the confession was. If you lay your hands on her, she shall live. Jesus takes her by the hand and says, Talitha, come here. Which is to say, damsel, arise. Y'all ain't gonna help me in here. Here come that word again. And straightway. Says she rose up and she walked. I said she rose up and she walked. Tell somebody, Hallelujah! It's not enough for you just to hear it. I got to say it. Let the redeemed of the Lord. Say so. Yeah. Last thing is this, and I'm done. I often wondered why did they put this in the text in 42 as she was 12 years old. Because she was the same age that the woman was. Hold on. From the time the woman, from the time the girl was born, the woman's issue was born. Y'all listen. I ain't gonna get no help. I said from the time the girl was born, the woman's issue was born. And you can't have a baby and don't have blood. Oh, don't y'all miss this revelation. What I came to tell somebody is, is that God says, I'm going to handle the wounds that you had as a result of a birth. I wish I could say what I want to say. I said, God says, I'm going to handle where you was wounded as a result of a birth. So the woman was bleeding 12 years and the girl was 12 years old. It looked like it was kingdom government to me. Everything was alive. What am I saying? Your miracle is attached to her miracle. And your miracle is attached to your miracle. And your miracle is attached to my miracle. And my miracle is attached to your miracle. So oh my the Father Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. You know why? Because Jesus gonna handle everything in the room. Everybody leaving here whole. Everybody leaving here blessed. Everybody leaving here with your 
your miracle, your sign, and your wonder. Shout in this place. say this right here and I know some of y'all probably saw my post I ain't always been a church boy okay and listen at the age of 18 I stood in front of a judge I I had seven first degree armed robbers with the crew I was running with. They gave me life on every case. Apostle, once I got in the Word and found out that words frame worlds, I said, hold on a minute, God. You mean to tell me that I have the authority under kingdom to change the words that the judge spoke over my life at 18. And so while I'm in prison, seven years, seven months, they thought I was crazy. I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. I used to be walking around the yard speaking to the gate. You gonna let me go. I'm gonna get out of here. They said that brother lost his mind. That brother lost, all right, that's all right. I'm getting out of here. I'm gonna be a millionaire. God gonna bless me real good. I'm gonna be the head and not the tail. I'm gonna be above and not beneath. I'm gonna be the lender and not the borrower. And they kept on laughing. That's all right. I'm out here and I've been out of here over 20 years. Because I wasn't going to let no judge frame my world. I got up under God, got up under the kingdom, and I changed all of that. I got to go. I got to go one more thing. To the point that just a few weeks ago, y'all didn't know I ain't say nothing. Because I told you some stuff, you got to let Jesus lean in. I had to watch our dad and you go to Africa. I got the email. I had an opportunity to go. I couldn't go because I couldn't leave the country. Watch this. But I constantly got words that I had an international ministry. So I knew the Bible says that the Lord would abundantly pardon you. So I stood on that word and just a couple weeks ago I went to a pardon hearing. I'm in the room. They looking at all my, all my stuff. Stood up. They asked me to give my testimony 
And the reason why I should, I said, well, man, you know, uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of clear. <laughs> right? They release everybody out the room because when you go in, other people that have hearings go in as well. They said, we want everybody to leave with the bailiff, but we want Mr. Ackland to stay. See, when God does it, he does it in a way where you know it's a miracle. This is what the board of Pons and Barons told me. Off the, they said, we wanted to say this off the record. Instead of, I, I went from Mr. Ackland to Reverend Ackland. Reverend Ackland? We just want to tell you how proud we are of you. Man, look, I pulled you up on the internet. All this stuff you're doing, we giving you your full part. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. Y'all ain't going to get no help right here. Because tell somebody, your faith, you got to believe it. You got to say it until it comes to pass. Because words frame world. And now I can go to Africa with my apostle. He ain't got to go by himself. God had to do it because he was called to the nation. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations and transferring to generations. Refresh Family Church is more than a church. To find out more, visit our website at refreshfamily.church.